The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making their way to the ring. First, from Auckland, New Zealand, weighing in at 204 pounds, Mikey Mayhem. From Norman, Oklahoma, USA, your United States champion, Magnum J.A. And from Parts Unknown, weighing in at 420 pounds, Maven Deltzer. Together, they are the Uneducated Wrestling Chat, the UWC, the premium live event podcast, UWC, covering WWE's day one pay-per-view. This is Magnum JA, joined with my crew on the New Zealand end of the world, ladies and gentlemen, Mikey Mayhem and Maeve Deltzer. Happy New Year, UWC Nation. Yes, Happy New Year, and thank you for tuning in to this premium live pay-per-view. How's everybody's, how was everybody's New Year? You guys started off for the world, so how'd it go? I was it was pretty laid back this time, I have to say. Um, don't know what about you, Maeve? Uh, we were under the influence of some liquid. All right, I barely made it to twelve thirty and called it a night. So let's talk wrestling. I'm going to point out that this is the first time that I have watched WWE main roster programming in about three months. So I know yeah. nothing about the storylines, and I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm just judging this on wrestling and telling a story. So I'm not looking for a yeah. five-star match. I'm not looking for, oh, this does this continue the feud? I'm just judging it on the product in front of us. Ouch. Okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, sort of, I'm, I'm sort of in the same boat in that I don't really watch the regular weeklies anymore. I sort of read the results and I watch the pay-per-views. I say watch. I watch now because of the the um, podcast. I sort of skipped through them previously. So I'm pretty much in the same boat. All right. So our premium live event started with the Usos versus the New Day. I don't know if I was paying attention or if they didn't say it, but apparently this was a tag team title match. It was? I guess. I think. No, I'm sure it was. Yep, yeah, sure it was. Um, so let's just get it started, Uncle Maeve. How did you feel about this match? Um, like you, I have not watched WWE normal TV for quite some time. Um, I remembered that King Woods was King Woods, and I got a chuckle out of that. So Coffee loved it. The Usos were just like, eh, they're the Usos. They were the Usos. So overall, overall, I was just, wow, the New Day are really good, aren't they? <laughs> That's the whole match to me, just watching it going, I really enjoy watching the New Day perform. Well, the Usos are good too, though, as an in-ring, no, as in-ring performers they are, uh, in terms of the wrestling. Not as much as a New Day. Hmm. And just more also with the crowd interaction as well. Hmm. The crowd was hyped. So that was really fun. Yeah. I I was really surprised at how hyped the crowd was because I just wasn't feeling it. Not the best opener. Not at all? No. No. I I mean, first of all, Michael Cole was on commentary, and I absolutely hate Michael Cole. And the, the commentary was so generic that it sounded like it sounded like the commentary on like 
SmackDown versus Raw on PlayStation. <laughs> I'm dating myself Sound here. <laughs> Soundbite commentary. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's Michael Cole. Hmm. Any any highlights for you, Mayhem? Okay, so I have a commentary note here. Uh, I absolutely could not stand Pat McAfee's commentary in this match. It was taking me out of the match completely and just driving me nuts. The jokes he tried to make, the he, he was so like, he wasn't even turned up to 11. He was at like a good 19 or something. It was, <laughs> he was OTT in comparison oh to Oh my gosh. Seriously, and we had to have two matches in a row from SmackDown, which means we had two matches in a row with him. Um, so I really hated that. Uh, I was happy when we got to the third match, and it was a Raw match, so we were rid of him. Um, right, so uh, I did like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think both teams are good in-ring workers. The one thing I hate about the Usos the most is they'll hit a move, the, the opponent will go down and then whichever Uso it is just walks around in circles in the ring spouting their catchphrase over and over again. And they do this all the time. Mm -hmm. It was annoying. It's always been annoying. And it's, ugh. anyway, uh, I like the fact, and I'm wondering on your guys' opinion, but they hit the 3D for the win. Yes. That was cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And it's a better finishing move. Let's be fair. The one D now. No, I'm not. No, no. It's called the one D. No, it's not. It's never called the. It's no. the one D because, because it was day one. Well, yeah. Um. So, yep, that was a thing. Um. Yeah. So they hit the 3D to retain the belts. As I say, good match ruined by bad commentary. Bad, bad commentary. Bad, bad commentary. Um. But yeah, it was. They're both good teams. They're both good workers. So it wasn't a terrible match. That's my thoughts on the match. The funny thing to me was that the way the crowd was reacting, there wasn't a heel or a face. And it's I I don't no. know if I don't know if the uh, if the shouting of ooh so to get the crowd to scream so is that just a cocky thing or what? Because the crowd was eating it up. Well, the Bloodline's pretty popular. That's so, a dope shirt. Yeah, it is a good shirt. Uh, and the New Day have always been, well, not always, but mostly very over. So I guess it could be a split crowd, but they're very different target demos, I feel, between the two. Hmm. Wasn't, just wasn't for me. I just... And yeah, the, the commentary. Pat McAfee, he's good in small doses. Like, I haven't watched since he, I mean, I haven't watched a full episode of SmackDown with him. Like, he was he was always more fun on the on the pre-show or like, or watching him on, on his own podcast. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. He was turned up to like 19 and that really took me out of it. Especially in the next match. Um... Shit, what's this guy's name? Madcap, Madcap Moss. Mm -hmm. Madcap Moss versus Madcap. Drew McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Madcap, of course, with Happy Corbin. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who the hell Madcap Moss was. It's from NXT. Oh, he got called up. He did, and he got a name change. 
to this because Vince. When when did Baron Corbin turn happy? The last I saw, he was like down in his luck. That was the end of that storyline. So they, he, it was oh, a, okay. there was there was a pay per view, I think, or something in Las Vegas. They did a lot of Fun. um like digital like social media stuff where it was him down on his luck. But then yeah, he he hit it big in Vegas. Oh, it was on the weekly shows. It was a lot of okay. promos. And then got a friend. <laughs> yeah, so he they had a I think it was a pay per view that they did in Vegas and storyline. He hit the jackpot and became rich again, and just turned straight back into being a dick. And uh, yeah, got a friend, changed his name, and uh, he tells terrible jokes. Yes, but Happy loves him. Oh. The jokes and the guy. Was there anything good about this? I just wrote poor Drew. Like, how well, far have you fallen? <laughs> On the card. Well, what, my notes pretty much say I wrote the same something thing. Oh. I wrote something different. Okay, go. I I wrote... <laughs> if they sold swords, they would sell out. <laughs> like handcrafted <laughs> top price swords with Drew McIntyre's signature edged into the blade. Yeah, too steady. A limited, a limited run of 500 makes money. Until That's someone murders someone with, with one. <laughs> That's what I came up with watching this match going, I really could see people buying a sword. I'm surprised they don't have foam ones already. Well, yeah. Well, that's originally where I went going, hey, they should do foam ones. But then I was like, no, they should do a real one. No, they should not. (laughs) I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like the Hexor Jim Duggan um, two by fours, the foam ones. Yeah. Something like that with the signature pre-printed on it or whatever. But I hate or the whole a limited thing. edition 500 stainless steel handcrafted steel. box. Well, okay. whatever, whatever swords are made out of, handcrafted in a box, limited edition, certificate of authentication, sold for like $1,000. Uh, People would buy that. Vince would sell that, you'd think. Um, I hate the whole sword thing. I've hated it ever since they they forced it into his entrance. It never looks good when he uh, slots it into the ramp. The fireworks are always slightly delayed, so it never really works. It's just a dumb thing. He brought it to the ring for some reason this time. And I'm like, what? It's been in storyline from what I've seen clips of and stuff, but um, I hate it. I hate the whole sword thing. I get that he's supposed to be brave hiding it up. Angela. Well, the original sword he was first given when they decided to throw this in on him was a sword owned by Vince if I'm not mistaken one that Triple H had given to him um from oh, for real from overseas yeah overseas we're overseas from not in America and um I guess this is now a replica one but which they could market and sell that's what I I couldn't even tell you what happened in the match um he doesn't come down at just... WrestleMania with half his face painted blue like Mel Gibson out of Braveheart <laughs> it's just a waste what happened in the match was that Moss got way too much offense for a guy that's oh, really? main evented WrestleMania. For the sidekick he did, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I said. I said, um, Drew has fallen from the championship picture to <laughs> fighting not Happy Corbin, which would be bad enough, but Happy Corbin's sidekick, WTF. Seriously, this dude a few months ago or well, maybe a bit longer. Last year, he was a champion. He was the and champion. Leading, leading us through the COVID pandemic. Yep. 
and he and it was taken off him because we thought they'll give it back to him when the crowds are back and let him get that big pop he deserves. And now, mania. No, he's fighting Madcap Moss. Suck it. But they did come back later in the show, skipping ahead to oh. a backstage brawl. Yes. Um, to write Drew McIntyre off TV because he is suffering uh, an injury at the moment. So my first thought when I saw that backstage promo was, yay, the storyline's not finished. I was like, Hooray. oh, it's Corbin's turn. It's Corbin's turn, yeah. But no, apparently he's being written off. I'm sure we'll um, come back to it in the future at some point. But um, yeah. Or forget about it. That's what we do. That's what we do in WWE. Cool. All right. Just a. So, so we're o for two on on enjoyment here. Well, let's just say also. Um, I will say Moss catching the crossbody from Drew and turning it around into a, um, a suplex. I guess was cool. Uh, any wrestler, uh, who, yeah, I hate this. Any wrestler who has a crowd chant. Um, or in this case, a countdown like Drew has when you're about to do your finisher is the dumbest thing ever. I'm not saying sports entertainment is terribly realistic, especially in this company. But when your guy is sort of dazed but not unconscious and you're standing in the corner and getting the whole crowd to count down to you pulling the trigger on your finisher, sort of going to give it away to your opponent. Yeah, because so, if you hear three, two, one, you just duck and roll out of the duck. ring. Yeah, three, two, one. Oh, that's my cue to duck. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I don't want to claim more in the face. <laughs> um, and he did, but then he bounced back off the ropes, Drew, and claymored him in the face anyway, and got the win off the finisher. So most of the wins off this were actually off a finisher. Did you notice that? There wasn't really any, from memory anyway, sort of roll up. Sort of, uh, sort of big, bicky sort of at the end, but yeah. Well, we'll get to that fight, the one and only women's fight on the whole card, and it was two hours into a two-hour forty-five pay-per-view. Oh, can I add something? You can. So at this point of time, after this match, were mm-hmm. you guys like, "I'm a fucking god"? We are getting hello. My name is backstory of wrestler competing now. Promos. Like the main event yes. people being highlighted? Yeah. Yeah. Because at this point, I had sat through about four of them, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is NXT all over again. Okay, hang on. So let's skip back, because in between the Usos and New Day, and then Ooh. Drew and Madcap Moss, we had a pretty we good Big E promo. That was a good promo. But then we had Migos. And Migos. sorry for the language, who the fuck is Migos? I, so Migos are a hip-hop band. Yeah, no, I know that. That was clearly I, I would love out. to know how much they got paid to do this promo, especially when it's the same company that let 80 wrestlers go. <laughs> Just saying. True, true. Just saying. That's the first thing that came across my mind going, they probably would have given me no. about half a million dollars to be on this. I'm not oh. current on the hip-hop scene because I had the same thing with Bad Bunny. But the fuck is Migos and I said to my wife because she was watching and I was like you know Vince doesn't know any of these people they get as guests <laughs> he like, would, like you would be like what the fuck is a Migos who the fuck are you yeah and he's like are they on Spotify oh yeah they got like a million downloads I'll oh, book him he's like dude oh, yeah. uh, 
I don't know. I've got nothing You're against... from Atlanta. Even better. That's, yeah, that's what it is. So, anyway, we'll get back to them later. Um, yeah, I think... Was it the... It was the long promo for Seth Rollins you're talking about, right, in this case? Well, we had already gone through the Big E one. No, but that was just a backstage the, promo with Kayla or somebody. Or no, the, maybe the English guy? Um, no, that was wasn't a story. video package. It was Baron... Um, oh, sorry, it's Big E is now like happy and he's positive and he does it for the kids and he doesn't care about what you think about him because he can do the splits on NBC TV or whatever it is. Oh, did I block this out? I feel like there I was this, this whole segment and then they did another one for like Edge and um Miz. Yeah, and like all through Oh yeah, like, but those those are video packages to build know, to, to recap the, the feud. Yeah, not, okay. not the feud ones, the individual ones. Okay. Because I'll tell you a, I'll tell you a secret. Um this was a two hour forty nine minute pay per view. By skipping the entrances and the in-between promos, most of the promos, I knocked about an hour off. I'm not joking. (laughs) So from now on, and especially during WrestleMania, that's how I'm going to watch these. I'm going to watch the matches because that's what we're here for. Hey, um, Jared. Yeah. You watch us on Peacock? No. No, Magnum. Oh, who cares? Oh, looking at your name. <laughs> Kayfabe is broken. Oh. Sorry, you'll have to end. I'm good. What's up? Hey, Magnum. Yeah. You, do you peacock in America? Yes. They don't have a network. They have to. Yes, that's why we have do, a... Do you, do you get ads on the on the premium live event? Or do you get these promos as well? Oh, I get the promos. Um, you can get Peacock for free, or you can get Peacock ad free. Yeah. And uh, my credit card okay. covers Peacock, so I pay. I get it basically comped. The ad free version. The ad free version. So I don't see oh, any okay. ads. I see all the terrible promos. I read on Fightful that this is going to be a shorter pay per view, and then I saw all these promos, and I was like, no, they're going to stretch it out. Well, they lost a match, so we should have actually led the the whole episode with this because they led the pay-per-view and the kickoff show with it. Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID, and they had to cancel the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match. And Brock Lesnar does whatever the fuck he wants, and it's now a five-way match, baby. Free Ooh. agent, baby. I do like his farmer gear. Yeah. <laughs> and his little ponytail? His little, yeah, his little... It's not even a man bun anymore. It is a ponytail. His lumberjack beard, his lumberjack Mine. sleeveless shirts. I just got off moving horse shit, dealing with the pigs, and now I'm here to fuck you up. <laughs> he was probably carrying trees and shit, man. Hunting animals. And, yeah. It's like, I picture him like Arnold from the start of Commando. Where he's just <laughs> walking through the forest carrying a big tree. It's probably oh, not know. far off because anytime right? you see him, um, outside of that, I, mean, I remember him when he fought in the UFC, he was wearing Canada gear and they're like, why are you wearing this? And he's like, I live there. And so I just picture yeah, him in the woods of Canada. Just, they keep talking like he's Canadian. Like even in some Trumping. of the promos he's done, I'm like, you know, you're not actually Canadian. Well, or am the, I wrong? Like he is American, right? He's from, I think he's from Minnesota. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's yeah. like Canada light. Is he a Canadian re- resident though? Yeah. At the moment. He lives there. Is Sable Canadian? No, 
No, she's American. I said they just moved there. Yeah, he's, they'll take you in Canada if you have the money. That's because he just wants to hunt bears and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. With his bare hands. Because he's Brock <laughs> Probably Lesnar. privacy. Is- Can yeah. you imagine him just in the forest? He meets a bear and he's like suplexitying that shit all through the forest. <laughs> oh. That's how I like to picture him. I love Brock Lesnar. He's stopping a traffic light. And because it's a small town, you just see this bear run past you. And then the next thing you see is Brock Lesnar chasing the bear down. Do you like how our day one episode for this premium live event has just become the Brock Lesnar show? Because that's how much we kid. As it should be. That's how all WWE programming is. That's how it was. And that's why people get pissed off online. Because it's the Brock Lesnar show. I get When he's there. I have to admit... I have to admit, Mayhem, you sent me a text going, hey, no spoiler, but Roman's out because of COVID. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I didn't know going into watching this that he'd been out. So I was like, shit, what are they actually going to do? And I've got to admit, though, I was pretty stoked as a Lesnar fan Mm. that he's in the five-way. I was like, yeah, because he's going to get a title. Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned this previously i probably mentioned it well clayton knows anyway but my dad is a big math wrestling fan big time he he books all the the premium live events um no actually when he books them he books them as pay-per-views actually because he doesn't have the network so he books them that way and pays way too much for them especially the quality they've been uh and he buys into wrestling if you pull him up on it he'll say he knows it's not real but when he talks about it, he thinks it's real. <laughs> uh, he hates wrestlers that are heels, and he loves the ones that are faces. He was the biggest Roman Reign fans forever. Now he hates the guy. He was, he hated Brock Lesnar with a passion. Now he loves the guy because he buys into the story so much. And I was out with him that morning when, when Magnum sent me the message saying, uh, this has already turned into a shit show and it hasn't even started. And then it was because Roman Reigns is out. And I told him that and he goes, ah, oh, it's the only effing reason I booked the pay-per-view was to see him get his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he's getting his ass kicked by COVID-19. Well, and then I said, well, the the rumor is that Brock's going to be added to the, the four-way, making it a five-way. And he's going to be challenging for the WWE belt. And I said, it would look pretty poor if he doesn't come out on top of this match. Um, I have I have a question, even though we're skipping way ahead. But before he was in the match, and I know what the result was going to be because it was leaked online, apparently. But in your minds, who was walking out of that four-way as the champ? Oh, Big E. Big E was going to oh, pin... Really? Yeah, I knew that Biggie was going to pin Kevin Owens. Okay, I don't keep up with the with it, so I was just like anybody. I had some sort of feeling for some reason that Seth Rollins might have won it, but I see now that that stupid leaked graphic came out that said originally Biggie, I think, did defeat Kevin Owens. Right? Was that what it said on the graphic? I sure um, it said Biggie. What? Yeah. So they, they had a graphic obviously pre-made to to throw out after the pay-per-view with all the results on, on like one picture with the pictures of the winners and who yep. they, you know, they won. 
and it was a picture of Brock Lesnar, and the caption was Big E defeats, I think it was Kevin Owens, to retain the, the WWE champ, but the picture was Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it looks like Big E was supposed to walk out, which I would have been happy with. How pissed off do you think these guys were, or Big E was, at the last minute when Brock Lesnar's added and you know that's it? Or do you think they just take it as par for the course now? I think you know your your place in the tier of workers. Yeah, it's Brock Lesnar, then a big gap, and then Roman Reigns, and then another big gap, yeah. and then you, everyone else. Yeah, I, I would say people would know that and understand that. And if But wouldn't you sort of be feeling like... Said, if, yeah, but if you're Big E, wouldn't you be like, yeah, boy, positivity and all that bullshit, and I'm going to come out of there with the belt still, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Roman's tested positive. Ah, shit. Wouldn't you just be like, because just deep down you know. You know, they probably sat him down and they're like, look, right, listen, pal, we're going to make this listen, big. Pal. Listen, pal, it's day one. we got to make this a big deal. We need you to take one for the team and drop the belt to Brock. But that was Bruce, not Vince, right? Do you think Vince did that? Oh, yeah, Vince probably doesn't speak to anyone but. His own champions. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's Brock or Roman. Yeah. It might have been Bruce yeah. doing a Vince impression, though. I yeah. just feel bad. Like, I love Brock Lesnar, but I just feel bad for Big E because... But like where the champ. hell is this storyline going? Yeah, we're skipping way ahead. Should we go back first and then come back to this? Because that was actually one of my questions to you as well. So, um, should we should we jump back to where we're up to? We are... Third match, Street Profits and RK Bro. Oh, my God. Mm. So, hang on. Oh, hang on. So, you know, that is where we're up to. So, hang on. I'll rephrase. Street Profits versus RK Bro with Migos. With Migos. Whoever the hell that is. Yeah. Now, Fuck off Migos just coming into the ring, going on the turnbuckles and posings. Fuck but off. Here's, here's my first thought, right? Third match, it's the first Raw match. So my first thought, as I said before, yay, no Pat McAfee. We're getting the Raw announcers. Then the Migos went and said a commentary and I went, oh no. <laughs> I was like, no, don't do that. Uh, thankfully, they were just sitting there with chairs with their names on them because clearly they have to be reserved because anyone's allowed to go sit there. Um, but thankfully for everyone, they didn't talk. They just sat and watched to set up the aftermatch crap as well. Um, Did you think we were going to get like Arnold Schwarzenegger on commentary from SmackDown in 99? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, well, that's He's against the rules. Nothing. You've paid them. Might as well make them do something. At least Bad Bunny got in and had a match. I was like, just well, the least to, they can do is... They're just there to hype it up. They are probably they probably were like, yo, we want to hang out with Riddle. Yo, they only hyped up the Atlanta crowd if they're from Atlanta. They didn't hype me up. Yeah. I'm, so, and I'm not an old crotchety anti-hip-hop dude at all. But I just didn't know who they were and I didn't care. So no hype. They were the anti-Mojo Rawleys. Um, okay, sorry, Magnum, thoughts? Oh, man. Um, the Montez Ford dive out of the ring. Mm-hmm, that was yeah. awesome. I fucking screamed. Yeah. But I was like, it wasn't like a, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, don't do that. I I just, I, I, I feared for his life. Let's, let's be clear. It wasn't even just a normal, let's let go AEW and go, Tope Suicida over the top rope, he went over the ring post in the corner. 
He went over the turnbuckles. Yes. That was way cooler. Turnbuckles, ring posts. That dude that can get air. Oh. If we're not getting air forwards anytime soon, or air montiers, I guess, um, wasted opportunity. That dude can get so much air. And oh, it was amazing. His form with his flips and everything is so cool. That was great. And he landed it. It wasn't one of those stupid landings where you clearly missed the person. Where you catch their you arm. Pretend. You catch their arm and then you act hurt and they fall over and bollocks. This this looked really cool. Sorry, went over you. Keep it's going. okay. I, I I just don't like Matt Riddle. Yeah, I used to, but I'm over it. I mean, I, I'm kind of looking forward to him on uh, NXT. Because I'm not, because we talked about that last time too. Well, he's team. He's actually in a match with MSK. Uh, but they've they've lost something for me too. I mean, I know I don't watch the weekly NXTs and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Well, you gotta watch this one. Well, I'm gonna, well, we'll bring that up later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring that up later because I had thoughts. Um, okay. Any I, other thoughts on this? Um, it was a it was a mad match, and I just, I I. I pass on my time, remaining time to Uncle Maeve. Oh, well, actually, you I pulled it, the wheelbarrow out of this one because I actually really enjoyed this match. What does and that I mean? Give, I've never heard that phrase. Give everybody in this match stars, except for the Migos. No, do they get to choose their own stars again? They can, they can choose it, yes. I very This match was very enjoyable, mm-hmm. and... I had two matches of the night, and this was one of them. How can you have two matches of the night? All right. Well, okay. I got up to this point, and I was <laughs> like, "This is it. This is awesome." This whole match, from start to finish, I was behind. I enjoyed the storytelling; it was great, except for the Migos. And then I was like, "Oh, but I got the main event." <laughs> so there's two matches of the night. But yeah, all, all these people get stars. I love it. Fun. Okay, I am not a Randy Orton fan. I know he's good and everything. I don't dispute that. I just personally don't care anymore. Um, I This just doesn't make sense, the whole RK Bro thing. When this first happened, I was like, oh, is Vince angry at Randy? Because Randy can't be wanting to do this. <laughs> um, this doesn't make any sense, but he seems to have embraced it. Good for him. His weird... Eddie Guerrero facial hair is, I don't know. Um, I do, however, always very much enjoy a Randy Orton scoop slam because nobody scoop slams somebody like that dude. It is always on point and it looks so freaking fluid. I I love it. And of course, he's got one of the best finishes because it is the out of nowhere RKO. You know, he literally pulls it off from any position and that makes a good finish it those were my notes um but yeah so rk bro retain off an rko uh to i think it was to montez ford and then rk bro and the migos the migos jump into the ring to celebrate with rk bro again yeah, second again. time but then the street profits get up and for some reason they decide to do that whole show of respect shake hands thing which i was like was this that much of like a blood feud that you've earned the respect i don't think so it I was think, really weird i think it was because they went through the tournament to get to the end oh yeah i forgot about that 
Yeah, yeah okay. So the commentators were saying that there was a tournament. Yeah, there was. And the Street Profits got to the end, and this was a combination of it. Yeah, it's still, so it I seems, think that's where the mutual respect came from. Yeah, but it seems very unrandy to me. Like it's, it's way fun to see Randy work with young guys and put them. No, no, up. yeah, that's fine. That's fine because that's what happened with him. He was the legend killer, and they did that for him. But I don't mind that. It's just weird to see Randy in the ring shaking hands with an opponent for some reason. It's also like, it It's also hmm. weird to be dickish enough to put people through a tournament. Yeah, and then shake well, their hand. Yeah, yeah, you got all you the way to them. the end and failed. Respect, mad respect. Um, but yeah, whatever. I was hoping the Street Profits would win because I love those two. They are so damn good as promos. They are damn good in the ring. And I know they've had the belts before, but they need the belts again. I just don't care for RK Bro. It's a mishmash team. Do you like RK Bro, guys? Bro. Bro. It's a, of course I do. It's a hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass yeah. for me. And I, I'd like to say that at this point, this um premium live event um it was ever one it it feels the, one of it feels like an episode of raw it doesn't feel premium it doesn't there's no build up it's to these feuds and live yes. it's premium in that you have to pay for it well you but, guys do well yeah um thank you american express <laughs> um soon to be official sponsor of the uwc so let's right. move on to a decent match. Well, there was a Brock Lesnar promo. Which oh, there was, was also, this is where Drew got attacked backstage. Yes. and as well, yeah. Hang oh. on. Can I just run through a quick list here? Yes. Okay. So Drew was giving props to his opponents. And I thought, oh, that's cool. At least you're ending it like that. But no, that's when they came and attacked him. I was like, if they had just stood there and listened to what he was saying, we could have avoided this. Um, but then... There was an ad for the Royal Rumble. Join us after January 29th for our review of that show. Then there was oh. a Bianca package. Then there was a Brock promo. And during that Brock promo, promo, I came to the realization that I never realized how much Kayla Braxton sounds like Renee Young. Especially when she did her DraftKings ad. Because Renee pimps that shit out all the time. She's got a really similar voice. Maybe that's just me and I'm going to get shit on on Twitter. Anyway, so anyway, back to you, Megan. I was, or Maeve. I was going to say, I was more intrigued to figure out how, where they're going to get 30 women from for their own. Because <laughs> they released them all. Yeah. Yeah. NXT, like, like, brother. Ser- ser- serious question. I was like, NXT. You know, okay, NXT. 30 men, sweet. Are they reducing it down to 20 for the women? No, nah, you're bringing 30. You've oh. got Maurice. You've got Beth Phoenix. Spoiler. You've got... Uh, probably Trish, maybe, if they pair enough. Can bring Michelle McCool. She's not doing anything. Leader. Um, Leader, uh, NXT. Um, you've got, like, Shotzi and and Dakota Kai. Shotzi's on the main roster. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They, they've got probably, enough to fill it. You could probably just get there. Okay. Probably not enough you know, because you don't watch the weeklies. Yeah, yeah probably. They can probably squeak 30 out of that roster. So, did we like the Brock promo? He name-dropped Paul Heyman again, and there was no Paul Heyman this whole premium live event. I liked his, yeah. It, Brock Brock seems to be enjoying himself in this in this role as the kind of babyface farmer Brock Lesnar. 
And Farmer Brock Lesnar actually cuts promos that are fun and they aren't as incoherent as the one that brought brought Paul Heyman back all those years ago. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that one? Yeah. Where he's like, you're going to be in a puddle of piss. <laughs> and they were yep. like, get Heyman now. This is the thing though, right? Like my wife is not a tenured wrestling fan. She's been watching for a while now, but she wasn't there back in the original Brock Lesnar days or anything. That's why she likes watching that Ruthless Aggression show, especially the episode about um, Ohio Valley. Or was it FCW? I think it was Ohio Valley. OVW, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it featured a lot of, you know, that oh, the, that the class, Cornette's class. Yeah. Yep. The Cena, Orton, Benjamin, Lesnar, feel like I'm forgetting someone, uh, class. And this is funny, right? Remember back in the WCW days, the heyday of wrestling, and Sting never cool. talked. Do you remember that? So when I came into, sorry, when I came back to wrestling was during the Attitude Era, and Sting was already the crow, and he didn't talk. So I forget what Sting sounded like back when he was Blade Runner Sting or whatever. Um. Then when he finally spoke, and it was a big deal that he was finally going to speak, I was like, oh, that's not the voice I expected to hear. That's my wife's reaction to when she first heard Brock Lesnar talk. <laughs> She's like, that doesn't match up. <laughs> because you expect him to have this, like, big, I don't know how to even say it, like a big, manly, deep voice. Um, but it's not. It's quite high-pitched and stuff. Um, and I think, like, I, I enjoy his promos. He, Like you say, he's clearly having fun. They're fun because you can see he's having fun. But do you prefer when Heyman's speaking to for him? Oh, Heyman has such a way with words that I oh, yeah. I don't think Brock needs him anymore, but my God, the stuff that Heyman says is always it's yeah. funny, it's clever, it's just I saw one of him on a on a dark match where he was threatening to get into the match and he told someone that he put the Jew in jujitsu. And the crowd just <laughs> ate it up. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, we all know he's good. He's undisputed. Like, he's nigh on untouchable on the mic, right? Like, for, especially for a non-wrestler who doesn't really have to be doing promos, he is fantastic. Um, this is like, at, at this point, usually by Survivor Series or at the latest, the Rumble, you yeah. have an idea of what the WrestleMania main events are going to be. I have no idea where this is going. Okay. Can I give my thought on that? Yes. Okay. Again, I'll probably get shit on, on the Twitters, but my thought is Roman is the champ. Ah, but hang on. There's a a spanner in the works. No, you can get out of this because it's WWE. My thoughts are Brock's the champ. Roman's the champ. They still need to fight, I guess. So why not have a unification match? And have oh, whoever again. is the champion just be a free agent and you go on both shows. You don't need two top bouts, man. Um, I want that. So I want it to be champion versus champion at WrestleMania. Now, the reason for that is you either have the theoretically obvious and have Brock win and he's the champ champ, whatever, because he's Brock Lesnar and that's believable. Or... You continue to build the um, 
the myth of Roman Reigns by having him beat Brock Lesnar, maybe that's a Heyman screw, you know, cementing that myth even more by having him beat Brock and becoming the unified and undisputed champion. But then that just leads until to... He get, until he can get to the Rock. That just leads to a SummerSlam rematch with Brock. Maybe, but if you're sure you've got the Rock coming at some point, yeah, it stretches it out for another year because you're only going to do that at a WrestleMania. That's potentially how you do it because then he's really is undefeated. Like he's really undefeatable. Um, I don't know. But then what does that, what does that say about your champ? If he gets beat by a Hollywood guy who hasn't wrestled in a decade, that's the problem. But obviously it's coming. Aren't they building to that? Aren't they building to Roman being dethroned from the head of the table by his cousin? The only guy who's not in the bloodline, whatever. Fuck if I know, man. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm probably way off base. Anyway, I want a unified championship. But the, every time they champion. unify a championship, they ununify it. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's WWE. It's the. I because mean, the, the winner of the Rumble will just forfeit his fucking thing in a fight that nobody cares about on Raw the next night anyway, if, if they want to go this route. UWC Nation. What is going to be the WrestleMania main event? Is it going to be? Hang on. No, I'm going to save my other questions. We've got to get back to the schedule. Um, Miz versus Edge. Fourth match. Sorry. WWE Hall of Famer Edge. Sorry. Versus Miz with Maurice. Sorry. Edge with his brood entrance, by the way. Did you mark out for that or did you not care? I marked out. Yeah, same. Uh, they've already gone to the well with this. Like, he's done this before. So I was like, yeah. oh, is this. Is this what was the point of it though? Because he walks, you know, twenty yards and then he goes back to, you know, SmackDown uh, Edge. You think you know me? Yeah. Yep. So, um, do you like Edge? Do you like this run Edge is having? This <sighs> nah, don't care. I feel like Edge should be reserved for bigger feuds, and I don't know what the Miz can do for like. Edge doesn't need to do anything for Miz. Because Miz is yeah. already up there. Miz, Miz is a brand. Miz is a former champion. Edge should be working with somebody either main event or mid-card to elevate them. You see, this is the thing. Miz, and I had this sort of discussion with my wife too, but Miz is sort of a tweener in that respect. He's not mid-card. He's not really quite main event. He's somewhere in this weird gray area in between the two, in my opinion. Because my question to you is going to be, should Miz get another run at the top? Should he be in the title picture again? Because he, I feel like he he he, he exists now to be the chicken shit heel. I know. that, But, I mean, if he's going to be champion, that's all it's going to be is, I've got this, come and get it. But yeah. I will say this. The best promo video in the history of the WWE was Miz's Hate Me Now video right before his WrestleMania main event match. Go look it up on YouTube if you ha- if you haven't seen it already. I need to rewatch it. I'll come back to you. I I said this sort of thing about him just never really being able to get back to that spot, that WrestleMania moment where he beat John Cena for the belt. And my wife turns around and goes, yeah, because he's another Dolph Ziggler. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is clearly... Firmly cemented on the mid card, 
Everybody yeah. knows that. Whether he should be or not is not what I'm saying, but he is. Right? Do you agree or not? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Miz yeah. isn't. I feel like he's not a mid. Well, maybe during that run with Morrison, it was a bit mid cardy, but and that's what he's done for the last year. Though. The yeah, Miz, I know, but I feel he's like he's like Jericho. He's like Jericho in WWE. He can be upper mid card, but he can mm. also bump up to main event when they need to rotate him in. But they never pull the trigger. They don't seem to, or they seem to nearly sort of yeah, like with Cesaro, man. He was almost in the title picture or was in the title picture briefly recently-ish and now he's on the kickoff show with Ricochet, who I love, but never gets the trigger pulled on. Uh, I don't know. Pull the trigger on his release after the... Please just request your release, man. Honestly, I'm not saying everyone who gets released should go to AEW, but Ricochet, I feel, would way would be a way better fit in AEW. Put him on one of those New Japan... All that. With AEW privileges contracts. Yes. Yep, that's it. Yep. The Forbidden Door contract. Uncle Maeve, how did you... Back to the match. How did you feel about this match? I felt sorry for Edge. I wish WWE treated Edge the same way AEW treats Sting. In the Uh, sense that he, he can be there doing whatever he needs to do backstage or with a young wrestler or whatever, but his matches that he has are only few and far between. So it's a highlight that you get a match. And when mm. the, when he has a match, it's actually important. Yeah. This match seems... bored me. I enjoyed this... the technical aspect of it. Oh, like I enjoyed that too. When I say it bored me, I mean... Like, what was the whole point of the match? Oh, yeah, this feud is yeah. pointless, but the, when they got down uh, to it, like when they were chain wrestling, and I was, this was a great match to me with a terrible ending. This feud was built on, was built as a response to an AEW promo, right? Am I wrong? I'm sure that's where what, it started. What, the MJF CM Punk? Yeah, when he missed? said you're a, what is it? You're a, um, uh, well, I can't remember the wording. You're a cut price um, knockoff version, yeah, of of the Miz. Basically, I can't remember the the much more better. Well, that was bad. Um, the you know he's CM Punk, um, and then the next night on whatever show, I assume it's what show is this? Raw, yeah. Um, Edge said he was mentioned on AEW in that first promo that launched this feud. If I'm not wrong, again, I don't. Yeah, they had like a. It was weak source. The B version of that, yeah, like yeah, this is our response. Will be work shoot. He said they said your name on another show. Yay! And that built a feud. I like Edge a lot, and I have mad respect for Edge and what he's done. Um, I like this sort of rugged. Um, I want to say Brock Light in appearance. (laughs) Um, uh, Edge, and I liked. What happened at the end of this match? But uh, yeah, um, but it was weakly executed. It was very. Oh my god! I mean, it's it like I liked I liked the idea more than the execution. Why did Beth Phoenix need her th- music? 
She did. That's still the whole thing. She had already been out there for like five standing minutes. Standing there, he's scowling. He needed music to make it even more menacing. It's in real... How cool did she look? My wife didn't like her look. I loved it. I, I liked her new look. It's just it just took me out of it because it's like in real life, if someone's like you would just come down. You would just come down, especially if it's your it's your significant other getting the shit beat out of him or getting screwed because over. Of... Because of Maurice, yeah. Yeah. I w- should have just come out of nowhere. Yeah. And had the crowd reaction with no music and her beating the crap if out it of was, If it was up. Yeah. If it was me, yeah. Julie would come through the fucking crowd and just pound somebody. Yep. And this is obviously to set up the mixed tag match. This yes. is a rehash of Miz and Maurice versus Cena. Cena and Bella. Yeah. And they're doing this at the Rumble or Mania? I'd say though they're not going to stretch it out that much, surely. It'll either be at the Rumble or on a B pay per view. Sorry, a B premium live event. <laughs> what is the Which, next premium live event after Rumble? It used to be No Way Out. I don't even. Know. Oh, I'll Google it. They're only advertising Rumble and WrestleMania because you know Big Four or whatever. Um, yeah. So Edge wins with a spear off the distraction from Beth Phoenix. Big time Bex versus Liv Morgan. Another person they seem to want to pull the trigger on, but then don't want to do it. I have no idea what, like, I don't get Liv Morgan. I don't get the character that they portrayed in this one. I was just like, wow. She wasn't, get the, she wasn't the most defined of her little gang, of which she's the only one left. I was just like, I'm surely there's more other people that you could like potentially push instead of this. I don't know. Did you like Liv Morgan's character on NXT better when she was a total face? Or you can't remember? I can't remember it. (laughs) But during this match, do you want to know what I was thinking? That this was Liv Morgan's best performance so far? Nah, how awesome a Becky Lynch versus Britt Baker match would be. Oh, I'm over like, Becky Lynch, man. I was like, like I, I enjoyed Becky Lynch's work in this one. She made Liv look awesome, but yeah, I, I didn't get Liv. I was like, yeah. Do you, do you know what I hate about Becky Lynch? Uh, and it was noticeable in this match. The big she overacts. She no, she oh, overacts. Yeah. Like it's not even necessarily overselling because it's not always the sell from an offensive move she's taken. She just has these weird over dramatic facials a lot. She went to the well <laughs> too early on the I can't believe I can't put this person away face. Especially because it's Liv Morgan. Come on. Yeah. And then it kept on coming back and coming back, coming back over again. Um, yeah. Am I right though, Magnum? Is this Liv Morgan's best performance so far? This like- this really felt like Liv put a lot into this. Um, she did. Her promo skills suck. Yes, that's a problem. <laughs> but I, re- I was looking back, and I remember uh, one of the promos where that where Liv was saying, "When, when Becky, when you left, you said you're going to be champion." So it feels like this is leading to, like behind the scenes, this is Becky wanting to put Liv over. But the way that they're doing it isn't, isn't like. 
building live up the right way because it's like, hey, you've been screwed over twice. Because the ending to this, which I believe was botched, was Becky getting a roll up and she kind of reached for the rope, but she was too far away to put her feet up. Mm-hmm. And Liv, Liv looked good at moments. That sunset flip power bomb. That was awesome. Scared the that shit out of cool. me until like she got into position for the actual power bomb. Yeah. Like in the moment, I was like, "Oh God, don't kill Becky!" But like now, it's like that's cool. Yeah, that was good. But I view that on our Twitter because I reposted it from somebody. But I think Liv had some good offense. Yeah, the promo thing is probably what's jamming the bullet in the chamber. You know, from um, tipping her into that title picture. I don't know, like. Can you really just have match after match where she almost beats Becky? It's just, we've seen this story before, man. That's why I was thinking, are they positioning Liv to win the Rumble and then she gets a WrestleMania? But she's already in the title picture. Why does she need the Rumble win? Because she'll be back of the line. She said that. She's like, if you don't win this, you're going to the back of the line. Right. Now, this, this could be... Live winning the Rumble, but and there's internet rumblings that Naomi's going to win the Rumble. Oh, haven't we tried that before? Her as the champion? Uh, uh, her as the bloodline. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what it'll be. So I don't, I don't see where this feud with Liv is going. How much farther can they draw this out? Like the next, I just looked up the next event is WrestleMania after the Rumble. So whoa, that's a big gap. January nah, to April. Nah, that can't be right. In between. That's, That's what's listed. Months. Do they go to that country? Oh, Saudi. <laughs> they go to, to promote helping. Oh, man. Nah, that can't be. That's like February, March, April. That's two and a half to three month gap. Yeah, because they go there twice a year, don't they? For Saudi. Showdown. Yeah, and something else. We're not doing the Saudi shows, are we? Hell no. Especially now the Undertaker's not watching in them. Um, well, Goldberg still be there to botch for them. So, oh, okay, God. We'll <sighs> Remember that time where he almost killed the Undertaker by dropping him on his head because he couldn't get the jackhammer? Because he could himself. Bar out. Coming out. <laughs> Dude. Although, I will say, his last Saudi match was markedly better. But, I mean, I'm going to not be after that. Um, okay. Are we done with the women's match? Becky won. Yeah. Can, can I say something, though, about the next point? Is it the we promo? Had the f- we had the first entrance announced <laughs> to the Rumble. Yes. Yeah. Is it is it confirmed or was he just saying he wants to? Uh, I think it's confirmed. I'm taking it as confirmed. Mm. I hope it's confirmed. Let's set the scene though. They're giving us our first potentially confirmed entrant to the Rumble and it's a celebrity. It's not a wrestler. Go Clayton. Uh, go, sorry. Uh, kayfabe it. Um, go Maeve. Who is it? It's Jackass on Johnny Knoxville. Oh yes. my gosh, what? This dude what? is 50 fucking years old. What's he doing? Hey, what I'm did you using... think of him rocking the gray hair, though? He's been rocking that uh, since the pandemic. Oh, I, yeah. don't know. I don't care about him, so I don't care. But he's got a movie to promote, right? So Yeah, I reckon this is part of the promotion because oh, it got it pushed back. So originally, Jackass 4 was going to come out in February. Now it's being pushed to April, I believe. It's Jackass Forever. 
Yeah. yeah. So I think they're gonna it's going to be um, part of the promotional. In the director's cut, will it show him like going into the room? Because that seems like a really jackass stunt to do anyway. I don't know. I'm interested in the sense that he's not going to win, but I want to see how they work this in. This he's is gonna just going to look shit He's going to overact it. I'm he's... still interested. It will <laughs> not be hooked. It will not be as bad as when Umaga beat the shit out of Steve-O. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Umaga. So, okay, that promo out of the way, there was after entrances... This cut out a lot of time because there were five entrances and still nothing is as long as The Undertaker's, but, you know, collectively, there was only 13 minutes left of the pay-per-view <laughs> once they all got into the ring. This is a fatal five-way. And I'm like, yes. okay, there's five top guys in the ring with only yes. 13 minutes to go. Clearly yes. Lesnar's winning this. Hold on. Because <laughs> only... It's just going to be chaos. (laughs) Before you start, before we start on the match, gentlemen, in a championship match, who comes out last? The champion. The champion. No, but you forget something very important here. The tears. This is the WWE. (laughs) They don't give a shit. The Roman, the big break, and then everybody else. Isn't this why why CM Punk left? The champion... First of all, the champion should always be the main event, and the champion should always be the second or the last entrant into the ring in his match. It so demeans the title when the challenger comes down last. Unbelievable. And should have been a hint. In this case, though, it's Brock Lesnar. So Moving forward, hmm. that will always happen. Yeah, because it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, so let's let's go. It was... The champion, the reigning, defending champion, Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Seth freaking Rollins, as he's now called. Officially, I mean, um, versus Lashley to obviously set up a Lashley-Lesnar. We'll talk about that later. Versus Lesnar. The last-minute entrant to make it a five-way. Um yeah. And then it was at a spot fest. It was Suplex City, straight out the gate. This match was 13 minutes of awesomeness. It actually was pretty cool. Um, it was Jamie Noble producing, I believe. Uh, it was basically Suplex City, then everyone team up on Brock Lesnar. Through the barricade. Yeah, so it was it was KO and Rollins teaming up against Brock Lesnar. Um, hang on, I wrote something here. Uh, Biggie chucks Lesnar out of the ring after a little back and forth. And this is after Suplex City's happened. Then Lashley comes through with a spear. Um, he basically pressed triangle to trigger the OMG moment. Uh, and put Lesnar through the barricade. barricade. Yes! Yeah. Usually Brock is on the other side of the OMG moment. Yes! And this is this is why it was so much fun. Everybody got to do their shit to Brock, and then Brock came back and was like, "Raw, I'm gonna win." <laughs> so much shit done to Brock, and that's how it should be because that's who you should be targeting to get it back to what it was. Um, but then of course Brock came back in, and uh, if I did run, so I was impressed with um, 
the fact that they didn't let Brock break out of the hurt lock. Yes. Yes. And it looked like he was struggling. I he, just, he didn't no sell it. It was good. I was waiting exactly for him sitting to sitting this up. Yeah, I was waiting for him to break it and then when he didn't, I was like, oh, okay, I see. I see. And then yeah, the F five fest began. Well, Biggie did slam Lashley through the announce table that was set up for Brock originally, I believe. Um Rollins and KO did that cool double DDT to Lesnar on the steps. Um the KO top rope sent on to um to Biggie. Biggie gets his Knees up, and then Rollins immediately comes from off screen with the frog it. splash. Yeah, that was really cool. Frog splash is Big E. Um, Rollins goes for the stomp, and that's where Lesnar catches him to start the flurry of F5s that Magnum mentioned. So, sorry, back to you. I just, oh, okay. I didn't see, I guess I'm naive, because I did, I did not see Brock Lesnar winning this match. There's... Really? You three other. Big e was going to win? There's three yeah. other guys that Big E could pin. Yeah, I thought if he's going to lose, it's he's not going to lose. Clearly, because yeah. you you protect Lesnar, um, and you've got matches you can set up through that to the side, you know. So yeah, you're right. Um, Big E could have won by pinning someone else. But man, it. I thought if the Usos came down and bet up Brock, then he wasn't going to win. If the Usos didn't come down. Then Brock's winning. I think it went like, Brock, Roman's not here, but I've paid you money, so you still need to fight. And Brock's like, yeah, I'll fight, but I have to win. And Vince's like, okay. But and where does it, it go? I That's what I was going to ask you. Does it go to a Big E Brock one-on-one rematch, which I'd actually like to see, or does it, has it set up the Lashley Lesnar because they were doing the stare down or is it a fucking as, triple threat oh, at the man, rumble? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of multi-man matches all the time. I want Biggie versus Brock. Maybe. I mean, didn't they take away the clause where you don't get an automatic rematch? I think they did for about a week anyway. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that match, but the whole thing has been Lashley re-signed with WWE in the hopes of having a, Lashley Lesnar feud, it's there now. So do you just pull the trigger on it? Is that what it's setting up? He put him through the barrier. He was the one staring Lesnar down as Lesnar walked up the ramp with the belt. What do you think, Maeve? I would then question, what do you do with Roman in two weeks' time when he comes back? Well, Brock can go there. He's a free agent. Or do you just go on to another storyline? Well, what who was, was the next SmackDown who? challenger? Though? What was the yeah, plan? Who? <laughs> what was the original plan for this? That's what I was going to ask you guys. Was Lesnar going to beat Reigns this at this point? Absolutely no, not. Not on a B show. No, they're saving that for something big. But there's uh, this is all going to be probably solved at the Rumble. The Rumble shall set up WrestleMania nights one and two deep in the heart of Texas. But I don't know where it's going. I don't care really where my, it's going. My big sigh of relief with Lesnar winning was Lesnar's not winning the Rumble now. And that made me happy because I don't need to see that again. And that leads to, but yeah, who's going to win the Rumble? Who, who's, who would the next choice for Roman Reigns be if you're going to keep Lesnar away for now? 
I would have to Drew know McIntyre. who's on the who's on the roster. Drew McIntyre's gonna be hurt. Yeah, he's out injured. Oh yeah, he can't come back at the Rumble. Damn it! Um, I was gonna say he would be the only one because then you're sort of given given homage to like, hey, you actually carried us for that whole year, like have a decent run, you know. Yeah, but I mean? that only works if you're gonna have him beat him, and you're not. Oh yeah, but still, you might get a little bit of rub off Roman, you know. I I really don't know. Like it'll it'll probably just Johnny be some people. Yeah, it'll it'll be your. I can't remember who's on what show anymore. Um, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Why not? Um, Why? Oh, because he's in a tag team. Um, bloody hell! I don't know. So how do we grade this? Like day one. I was going to say that I actually gave all these five people in this match. Will Barrows the stars as well. Will Barrows full of stars. Okay. Yeah. My thing was, this is a pay-per-view called day one. Premium live event. Premium live. This is a premium live event. The first of a new year, the first to set up where the new year's going. They had one title change. Had Roman not got COVID, probably zero title changes. And a pay-per-view that should be being used to map out the next year, like what WrestleMania used to be for. I don't think it's necessarily ended many feuds. It didn't have any new cool directions to go in. Even with Lesnar getting the belt. Um, I feel this was a... B, it was a B pay per view. It, it's not going to become one of the the top ones. Oh, definitely I don't even not. They'll do it next year. I, They'll only do it next year because they've got the name trademarked. Um, yeah. Um, Magnum thoughts on day one. Uh, it felt like an episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the commentary from Pat McAfee and Michael Cole was garbage. And, you know, you had your best match. What could have been a, the best match of the night ruined by Beth Phoenix waiting for her music? I wouldn't recommend watching this. I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably did watch it. But it's, it's, it confirms to me that I'm doing the right thing by not watching the weekly programming. Do you think, though, if we suffered through the weekly programming? This would not be a payoff, no. 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 My God. As I say, I keep up to date by reading the results. I think, and I'm not speaking for you, but Maeve, I think you maybe watch the YouTube highlights or you read at least the results. Um, yeah, if they have Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns in them. You probably already know who won then, so don't even need the the result review. A main roster pay-per-view. I still find it hard to keep up with the weeklies from from what i have been reading or viewing or sometimes tuning into i feel like smackdown seems to be the show i would rather watch of the two but again this pay-per-view was very much a b pay-per-view it continues things it doesn't finalize anything i mean so what is what is next in terms of our podcast? In terms of our podcast, are we doing New Japan? 
No, I think we decided not to do New Japan. You're talking Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we had reasons we didn't want to do it, mainly because all the people we want to watch aren't on it. I might, um, for my own personal viewing, watch the Osprey match on night two. And I'd watch that. And report back. Yeah. Can we mention Steiner Boy before we start Battle of the Belts? So oh, yeah, just, I'll be happy with that. Okay, so we could just do it like a really quick... Um, I feel like we're invested in Steiner Boy. Steiner Boy win, yes or no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay, okay. If I'm going to watch the pay-per-view anyway. Uh, sorry, yeah, the NXT one. Um, probably with the skip button in hand ready and waiting. But just tune in at, you know, an hour and 30 minutes in and save yourself no, some I'll time. No, I'll watch that match. I, I like Tommaso. I'll watch Tommaso and Steiner Boy. Uh, okay. Should we do Battle of the Belts as the actual episode with a little bit of New Year's Evil just to start it off? Yes. Yeah. And we can, one? we'll just, we can even throw yeah. in a little, we can throw in a little Wrestle uh, Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. The problem is everything has been lumped together at the start of January. Yeah. So moving forward, it'll be a bit better because everything is more spaced out generally. And the most we'd probably get is when AEW has a pay-per-view on the same month as WWE has a premium live event. Tonight, WrestleMania. Oh, God and in that. heaven. And that. Um, okay. So let's do that. So our next episode will officially be AEW Battle of the Belts Probably a glorified dynamite, but we will also do a brief chat about NJ, uh, PW, Wrestle Kingdom, or at least the Osprey match. Yes. And NXT New Zealand, or at least the Tommaso versus Steiner Boy match. Will Steiner Boy become Steiner Man? Yes. If he doesn't, he's never going to be. This is it. But what happens to Tommaso Ciampa when he loses to Steiner Boy? He goes and reforms DIY in AEW. I think he's locked in. For how long, though? Uh, Let me see if he's on my my Fightful contract list. Also, shout out for Undisputed Era in AEW. Yes. Although, negative negative stars to the camera person. For oh, holding yeah. it on. For that reveal? Oh. For holding yeah. it on Orange Cassidy while the ring is shaking and the crowd oh, is Adam screaming. Cole. I think it was on Adam Cole. I think No, it was on Orange Cassidy, who was okay. wondering what was going on with Bobby Fish, and the, the ring shaking, and the people in the crowd are freaking out. And then it's like, oh, no oh my God. And it's so tight on Orange Cassidy. I'm like, well, yeah, that's obviously yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Let's pull the camera back. Yep. Like, but then the crowd started chanting, undisputed. I'm like, like yes. shit. They're like, no, 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 Red Dragon. Then did you like that when Kyle O'Reilly, no, sorry, Undisputed Era, uh, teamed up on Dynamite to take on our oh, best friends? Um, and they came down to the Red Dragon intro briefly till Adam Cole's cut it off. Yes. That's cool. I like that. I didn't like, sorry, we're, we're off day one now. Um, I didn't like that uh, they've started potential friction between O'Reilly and Adam Cole this early. That just, seems way jumping the gun. That's letting it bleed over from NXT. So if you're new to know, it, you wouldn't yeah. be like, why are these two just all homies all of a sudden? They've got to earn each uh, other's trust. 
Yeah, that's why Alyssa has a black eye. So that's going to lead to that the you know uh, undisputed era versus the elite down the road. So you think Adam Cole is not going to take over the elite while Omega's away? You think it's going to end up being Omega and the Young Bucks versus Undisputed Era? Yes. Because I'm going to call them that. Eventually, yes. Yeah. That's where it's headed. Cool. I have to say, I enjoyed seeing them all back together. I feel like, and I know Bobby Fish was injured quite a bit in NXT, but I feel like he's wrestled more already in AEW than I remember seeing him wrestle in NXT. Uh, But Kyle O'Reilly just looked better in this match than he did at uh, War Games. He was just great. Consider the talent. Yep. And again, this is not being all, oh, you're just pro-AEW and anti-WWE. Nope. I do like AEW better, I'll admit that, but I'm not shitting on it for shit's sake or whatever, you know, if that makes sense. And if you've got an opinion on us, hit us up on Twitter, UWCpod. And I will hashtag UWC nation. We will gladly have a spirited debate about how Magnum shit, will. about how shit your or opinion is. War. Yeah. To play more. Um, <laughs> both of my colleagues, my esteemed colleagues, uh, better promos than I. So they will be spiritedly debating you. We're the, we're the heels gentlemen. I believe we've reached the end of this episode. Thank you. Yeah. I want to just want to say thank you both for suffering through this for the sake of the podcast. Nah, I don't, I don't feel like I suffered. I feel like there was a few cool things that made me go, yeah, it wasn't, but it, it didn't outweigh the, ah, true, true. But give me the street profits. Um, give me a clearly improving Liv Morgan. Um, and give me Brock Lesnar. And, it's not a complete shit show for me. To each, but I appreciate the things. To each their own. Go out there and enjoy wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the UWC, and we will see you next time. Uncle Maeve. Yes. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye. No stars for you all. And we are out. Thanks to everybody for listening. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at UWCPod and follow along with the hashtag UWCNation.